Hello and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Good, good, good. Child, I got some new things, new new little goodies and toys. It's like I, I start getting things from a studio and I'm like, oh, goody, goody, goody. And I got these um, little ear uh earphone headset uh sweaters that's what they call them and still trying to figure out if i like them or not um sweater like well they, what, yeah, you put, the, see, what do you need sweaters for your ears? <laughs> I guess that's what they call or covers some of okay. them are actually sweater like so but yeah i'm trying to figure out if i if i like it or not I'm just you know it's a little different a little different but anywho Yes, honey. We are in part numero duo of the Housewives of Potomac's reunion. Oh, my gosh. And honey, chill. Honey, chill. Who, Lord Jesus, is so far. <laughs> mm. And I, a big old fire it is. You know, we, I mean, because the husbands came in order. And I just, you know, I, I was, okay, I know we have to un- unwrap a whole lot. But the thing is, is my issue with the blast with Chris. So Chris, he's not the issue. You know, Candace wasn't the issue for me until she said what she said when it refers to colorism. Wait, wait, wait. That's okay, the do... next topic. Come on, stay okay, with so, the, the initial. Okay. We need to go back. So yes. we need to go back to Chris. Yes, let's stick to that opening. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I, I have found that I don't think I like these covers. So ho- hold on. Anyway, I'm still listening. I'm I'm here. Um Okay, so, while you I... getting it together. Yes, it's we we need to talk about Chris because <laughs> All right. First of all, we know that Giselle completely struggled about clearly expressing what her problem was or is, if we're going to go into the reality of it, of this interaction that she had with him. Right. Then she's backtracking. I didn't say that. They rolled the tape. You said that. What are you talking about? You okay? And everyone is trying to explain to you hey, it's two different things. Um, what someone did and how you felt. Yes, I was all on, I was on Chris T. I was on Team Chris. I I was was Team team Chris Chris all the way. way. What did he do? Most people see that when you say that someone did something, that's a physical thing. Now, what you felt, it could be physical, but we're talking emotional. And that's what she never, she was never clear on how to convey that it was an emotional thing for her. Because you could you could say something or even do something and make a person 
feel a certain kind of way. Like you could walk through the door with an attitude and make a person feel a certain kind of way, but you walk through the door with an attitude and didn't touch them, didn't go directly do anything to them. And she made it feel like there was some sort of act that transpired. And I get Chris. He was like, look, you, you got me, you got my, my life messed up. My business is messed up. My way of living messed up. And I was all team Chris with that one. I was all the way. Oh, and she and one, Andy's like, oh, it's semantics. I'm like, listen, you cannot say that a person needs to apologize for what they did if they did not do anything. Now, if they made you feel, and that's what he did. He texted her and said, look, I'm apologizing if I made you feel a certain type of way. Because you know how folks, oh, yeah, I'm in my feelings. I was feeling a certain type of way. He apologized for that. But the thing is that she was consistent on saying, well, he didn't apologize for what he did. And I'm like, he once didn't again, do once again, you're not even hearing the fact that what he apologized about. You're just completely going over that. And you're still in this whole lane of what he did, what he did, what he did. And I, I with you and probably so many other people who are watching this program was team Chris. Will you please just come out and say what you, what in your mind you say I did. And I'm like, I was with him. He was like, okay, well, would you get on with it? Let's go. Yeah. And then <laughs> what you're not going to do is keep cursing at me. Uh, he only cursed once. Okay. So, but also he's frustrated because you have damaged this man professionally. His reputation. You have damaged him with his family. He had family members questioning him on, well, his, what his did you do children, to the girl? His own, ch own children were questioning right. him. So, I'm like, you can't do that because this, it, okay. oh my God. This entire thing was, it opens. He says, can I talk to you? And she says, sure. And, She's the one that built this whole script around, well, we can go to my room because my team is there. And wait a minute. Speaking of talking about her friend, hairstyles, whatever. And she was like, he said, well, where was he? I don't know who this person. How am I supposed to know, you know, when and where these people are coming and going? And well, he also, he doesn't he know. He's not. How do you expect him to know your team? Those are the people that are brushing, fixing bringing out all that stuff for you. He doesn't monitor who that is. That's not his job. And once she said, okay, you know what? My team's not here. I'm not comfortable with this. Okay, I'm, I'm out. Deuces. Okay, we'll talk later. Wait. Then she said, well, you locked the door. Wait a minute. Yeah, he, no, he said the door was open. No, was, no I know, but she, she actually said, well, the door was locked. And he said, uh, no, if it was closed, it certainly wasn't locked. Because she did say that. And I'm like, oh first gosh. of all, which is it? You know, because you're shifting lanes. First, you're saying uh, the team's there. Okay, you get there. And now, if you felt uncomfortable, if this was your storyline that you say you seem to stand by, you said, I don't want to be in a room with a married man because I don't want to be in a situation where it becomes a problem. I'm, that's my summation of what she was saying. But for the most part, she was saying she didn't want to be alone in a room with a married man. At the point when you saw that your team wasn't there, then why did you say, hey, Chris, why don't we talk in the hallway? Or why don't we go back to the set? And, and the whole thing, well, he was drinking a lot. And he was, girl, bad with all of that. What are you talking you about? Stop, everything, so more stuff is coming out. And, you know... 
and she and she was frustrated totally she wasn't able to truly convey what was going on with her in this whole moment chris but- i thought was decent and made a request could he talk to her and i guess it was a learning experience that okay everyone's breaking for lunch but the set is someplace where we could still talk we don't have to worry about any locked doors nobody uh inappropriate contact with each other but here's my thing when she said you know i've been in situations and you know i've been cheated on and i don't want to be that person that that people feel that i'm the one cheating on with their man but let's go back to why you he wanted to talk to you. There was some situation where there was some anger because she said, are you, did I make you upset? Did I make you mad? Okay. First of all, if somebody has upset you, they ain't trying to get with you. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we I'm know, saying. wait, wait, we know there's another segment where somebody oh, thinks Lord. they try to be got with too, but well, again, that word was thrown around several times in Mexico, mm. but maybe it was the hot sun, but honestly, okay, you want to re- want to remain in a place of always being respectful of other people's relationships i.e. committed marital relationships now all that other stuff i'm just speaking to that um there's a way to do that and you know to really sum it up you just should have said let's talk here this is fine it's an open place everybody's gone to lunch we just sit here and talk were you concerned that there was going to be a hot mic Uh Mm -hmm. if it you know what is it you know, you know, he, I struggle with this whole so-called story segment in that this man has had you at his home. Right. You bragged, you bragged about how talented he was and how hospitable he was when he came, when you came to their home. So why would you build a story around defaming his character at this point? When he has never done anything but be kind and respectable, not only to you, but all the women in this group. So I just thought she was so wrong for that. So wrong. And and I think that he deserves a real apology, not I'm apologizing. No. How about I'm sorry for the way I framed this up in my language and choice of words to convey how I felt. And if I felt that way, you have a voice and that's where I thought until Candace start using expletives and name calling I thought she was well within her rights that that kind of um, example of that behavior of an interaction that in everybody else what they saw and heard didn't happen (laughs) Um, you bring a silence to women trying to come forth to even tell their story that part I agreed with Candace, but when she went off and started name calling, and then she snipped right back into the segment the that they had, they actually had a high moment, and everyone expressed that you know we need to grow from this. You slip right back down into the slippery snow. No, but basically she just called her a white woman. 
Yes, she did. Again, you slipped that. Okay, you call it again. It wasn't necessary to even go there. And I'm going to just be honest. I, for me, I don't, I don't believe what, what happened was a part of colorism. I, you, you know, wait a minute. Uh, no, I, I, no. Wait a minute. I'm just, let me just Go say ahead. this. I'm sorry. Sometimes these women are a little bit dippity dude. Okay. And I, and I, and I'm going to be the one, that, there's a saying that, you know, dumb blondes. Okay. That's a saying. I ain't say it. I ain't come up with it. I'm just saying. And they act a little bit airish. Okay. Now you don't have to be non-melanated to act airheadish. Okay. You don't have to be, you don't have to be, you know, light, lighter skin, lighter complected to act as if, Oh, I don't know what's going on or play the victim role. It just so happens that this woman is married to a non-melanated man and the other woman happens to be of lighter complexion. Okay. And I think, I, I really think a lot of times when people do go, you know, deal with colorism, and I'm not saying this is all the time, but a lot of times those that are darker complected have been hurt so many times by women or people that look like Giselle and, uh, and many people on, on the panel. I think that gets in the way and it triggers them a lot. Um, I mean, now that part, I'll definitely agree with you. And that, that depends on again, your life experience. And like you said, she may have been in a situation. But she said she has been in situations where because of the color of her skin, dealing with African, and and, and this goes on even today, unfortunately. You have the talent. I mean, we don't even have to look at it from a reality stance. No. And let's just look at it from the fact that Candace comes from the pageant world. And we know that there have been many extraordinarily beautiful Mm -hmm. women of color that have been passed over and put to the side i mean not only intelligent articulate and talented as well as beautiful and have been cast down and maybe that might have been some of even what the experiences she brings from that world now and sometimes and to your point yes then you get into a situation where here we go with now this light-skinned woman she can say and do what she wants and it, it, it's like her voice has sounded like uh, she's holding a megaphone. Mm-hmm. But if I were to do the same thing, they would have been like, oh, she just disgruntled and look, don't, don't pay her no mind. You know, she just, you know, she just having a moment. She'll get over it. But I understand what she was saying too. Yes. About the fact that those kinds of comments that she made in relation to her husband. The interaction with her husband, Candace's husband, um, and she wants it to be a sounding board, but also she failed at conveying really that this was a feeling of discomfort. And also, if that's how you felt, you should have gave a voice to it. And that's where I agreed with Candace on the fact that that kind of behavior where you can just make whatever scenario you want in your mind and it might not be attached to an actual physical action on the part of the other person or as some people might say you play in the victim you know and then 
someone who's really in a devastating situation is wants to express themselves, but because of what they've seen in the past, they're like, they're not going to hear me. They're not going to listen to me. They're not going to believe me because I'm a darker skinned woman. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to get past that. And that's what's hurtful. I find that when we find situations where women of color, regardless to what it is, are afraid to come forth, and say, this is what happened to me. And that's the key to be able to clearly and articulately express what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, a voice, a, a woman's voice or any anyone who's a victim of any sort of crime should never be silenced. It should be taken seriously. It should be, yes, thoroughly investigated and all parties, uh, participations in or not in should be heard they should you shouldn't feel like oh I can't say anything they're not going to believe me or I can't say anything because this happened before and they didn't listen to me last time you know that's again that's that's just awful now the colorism now I understood where Candace was coming from in the first segment where they were growing or supposedly (laughs) and and Ashley stood up and, and took full, you know, responsibility. And I, I, I applaud her for doing that because, yeah, there, you know, there are some instances where, yeah, I, I can see that too. Agreed. Um, I, but, I was, I was glad to see her acknowledging yeah. that she actually saw it. Um, and Wendy, but Wendy said, you think my girl and everything. Far. But Wendy said, you my girl, but I'm just going to have to... <laughs> Yeah, Wendy, I thought, yeah, yeah, I was glad to hear Wendy say, you know, you need to rein it in. Yeah. And she, although she said, well, I hear what you're saying and I can receive it, but she wasn't apologetic in any wise for what she She said. She didn't take anything back. No, she 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 meant it. it. She meant it. She meant it. But, you know, I think that there's a way to convey your, your displeasure with her behavior. Now, her behavior is one thing, but those who are standing behind it is a different thing. And that's who the ear you need to be in for sure to say, look, do you see what's happening here? We are both two women of of color, one lighter, one darker. We're saying, let's just say, this is all hypothetical. We're saying the same thing, but you only want to hear what she has to say and take it as valid. When is that ever right? See, now it comes into a whole thing of legality here. Because is that being, is that looking at the scale of justice Hmm. in the right way? You know, and so that's why I say, now we have to look at the people who are making decisions about, oh, well, who's right or who's wrong? Well, let, let, back to the prior uh, segment. When Andy said, you know, I was thinking about this whole thing and I thought that, you know, me as, as a white male, I shouldn't be asking these questions. I should probably, we should probably bring someone else in. I think that that still needs to be had because it's obvious, it's very evident that they can't really truly discuss these types of things amongst themselves because it's not, it doesn't go anywhere. It just comes full circle. So, you know, I think that with someone that is actually experienced in mediating certain topics like this, I think that would be good to have because I'm just, I, 
she in previous episodes she has let Candace has led on to being hurt um, because of the darker complexion, you know. And again, like I said, that is a sensitive topic when you're dealing with past hurt. Because if you're dealing with past hurt and you you've never received counsel for it, you've never gotten over it. And I don't want to say gotten over it really, but you know, gone through the steps and have come to uh, come to some awareness of, of where it is and acknowledgement that you're still going to continue to be triggered and it, it's just like it's just like forgiveness you know if you don't if you don't truly forgive a person it's something's going to trigger you and you're going to go lying you know so I think she does need to to get some help in that sense you know because she's looking at the other ladies that don't and I and I'm going to say that don't look like her and I'm term, in terms of complexion and she's probably seeing those people that hurt her in the past you know and it's still there they might have said they could have said uh and that's a trigger you know um and I I just I just feel that you know people that have gone through those certain um unfortunates should should seek help for it, you know, because I, I know sometimes it's like, oh, well, it was just, I'm never going to see them again, so it's okay. No, it's not okay because you're still carrying it with you. Um, but I, I just think that, I think Andy was on the right path, but didn't move forward with it because the women were like, oh, no, we can deal with it ourselves. But obviously, well, that's not the case. In light of what you said, which I agree with most of it, um, because he even enlightened us by saying that Candace was the most vocal about it. Right. And that's why he let her take the lead, I guess, in terms of uh, moderating that whole segment. But um, I don't, I, I agree with you. And it's clear that Candace has some triggers and some deep rooted issues on this topic. And she's not, she's never gotten to a place of resolution of how to deal with it. Because that takes me again, back to this name calling, which I think that doesn't get you anywhere because the whole idea is, is that you want to bring a problem to the surface so that everybody understands this is the problem. And then we need to determine constructive ways of how to deal with it on both sides, the person who's feeling that they're the victim in this situation, and then those who are in the decision-making about how do we do better by this? Because that's what it is, and that's why I, I, I also agree with you that it should have it should be someone completely neutral because the women can say, well, we, we need to do better, but do you know how to do better? is is probably right. what you're not getting so that doesn't bring a resolution to the problem of if this happens to again how do we get through it how do we navigate our conversation how do we use appropriate and respectable terms of calling the problem what it is mm-hmm. see now i think and it's just my opinion after that slew of name callings of of expletives and everything that she threw, I almost don't think that there's any coming back for her and oh, Giselle no. in no, the no, way no, of a no, relationship. No. It's, it's done. It's kaput. It's 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 finished. That's over. And that's really sad. 
you know, it's really sad. Because they were that- friends. You know, it's it's it seems like I, I just I think it's a it's a it's a culmination of what she's been through in the past and you know Agreed. Things, things but, that uh, have happened but also with her husband you're gonna- and you know and, and, and it's just going on and on and I, I but that's why I said that everything that happened, this sequence basically took everything that supposedly came to the table last time, ending up with doing better, went right out the window because it, you could because that was a clear demonstration of you don't know how to do better. You don't. You don't know how to formulate your wording to convey, I've been hurt because. And in light of that, this is, you know, this is where the moderator comes in. This is what we need to do to be better at this. This is what those in the decision, production, um, direction, this is how you need to understand what we are feeling, what we are thinking, what experiences from our past comes to light in situations of argument like this. Yeah, I think there needs to be an episode, some episodes where they do go to therapy. I know they did it in um, Housewives of Atlanta, but I think they need to do some deep dive within this group mm-hmm. because there are only two women on on the um, in the cast that are of darker complexion. Um, and, you know, this is not the first time we've heard about colorism on the reality shows. You know, I think the biggest one was, um, uh, oh my gosh, which one was that one? Was that Basketball, oh, basketball wives? wives? Yeah. Basketball Wives. And that yeah. was crazy. But, um, you know, and, and it's sad because you have to think about this. It's like, you're, you're one, you're a woman, which, of course, you know, you're a minority. Two, you are a minority. And then you have to deal with racism from people who are not African-American, but then you also have to do with, deal with the colorism inside your own culture. You know, it's, when, that's a lot to deal with. Wendy made a really good point in the, the first time when they talked about this, um, about um, colonizing. When, remember when um, uh, Karen brought up the fact about her family having a plantation? The plantation, yeah. Right. Um, And see, that for people of color, just like the slave masters handed down their version of what happened during slavery, there was also a handing down among the slaves. Mm -hmm. And some of those behaviors and ideas I think would continue have been continually passed down. Yeah. You know, when we think about three fifths, you know, what, how people of color were being counted as, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's painful, but unfortunately that has, it's been a trickle down effect from one generation to another. And it's still in many places, very apparent in our society yeah and you know i think that even still it was it's it's been passed down even with colorism because you you had it during slavery time 
well that's what i'm saying yeah because absolutely you got to remember there was the house the house slave and then there's the field slave and they always care what you're talking about uppity yeah but it's just it's like unfortunately we and, and that's the thing i think what it is is that what we have to realize is that we didn't ask to come over here our our um ancestors did not ask for that we were trafficked okay and then once that happened you know slave owners you know um the the uh you know all, all the overseers you know they would take a hand you know oh i, I want to be i want to be with that slave and i want to be with that slave and then that that slave got pregnant and of course a lot of times you had a, an interracial child that was very fair so that meant oh no 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 you're too you you look too good to be in the field but you're still a slave but so i'm gonna have you work in the house you know and that was not asked no one asked for that but yet and still because they got preferential treatment it was that i they they can get the bread from the plate where i get the dog's meat you know what i'm saying and it's like oh so mm-hmm. you're better than me and well, I think uh-huh. I think a summation of that, and it was true, truly a tactic in which the slave masters, it was all a part of their plan of this is how you divide and conquer. And that is also a biblical, um, it's the biblical references, a house divided mm-hmm. against itself shall, shall not stand. So when you look at slavery and we'll call slavery the house, now you've divided the house. You have what they call the slaves that the field slaves and the house slaves. And like you said, because they didn't interface with each other, there became this mindset of, well, they think they're better than us. They get to wear decent clothes. They're inside. They're serving. We're out in the hot field. You know, so there was a, a whole different um, vibe. Because the the field slaves didn't have an indoor dwelling, whereas the house slaves did. So, again, by keeping them separate, they could never unify in the way of saying, we know this is wrong. It's wrong how they're treating y'all. It's wrong how they're treating all of us. So... That was a divide and conquer tactic that the slave masters also wanted to happen because that kept the potentials of a revolt to a minimum. Mm-hmm. But now we've gotten all off from colorism into slavery. <laughs> I want to get into the, did he cheat or not? Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Okay, I, let me just say this. Um... As a divorced woman um, who has had issues in that area, um, I think that Robin just wants to keep some of her business personal. She doesn't want things to be known because, I mean, look, come on. If he cheated, if he cheated, and he just on social media going into some DMs and paying for another woman's hotel. First of all, first of all, what you're not going to do is that's what you're not going to do. <laughs> you okay, ain't paying maybe, for nobody okay, hotel. Okay, help what? me under, help me explain. Can you explain that whole thing to me? A- ain't nothing to explain. You already know the answer. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say that because 
yeah what you first of all you're in because they're they're now in Potomac am I correct yes she and her husband they have a home in Potomac right you're in Potomac and and Georgetown ain't far from there it ain't far from there at all stone throw y'all stone throw you have befriended somebody on social media you're still in North America but northern part of North America which is Canada and I forgot my wallet. Hold up. Hold up. Let's 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 think about this here. You forgot your wallet, right? No, I Hold understood up. it that she lost it in the casino. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She lost I'm it sorry. in the casino. Okay, first of all, what casino was she at? Right. Where where's the casino? I know cuz I, I hold up. I'm here. So I'm That's why thing. I need the you to explain it to me cuz I'm so casino lost. that I do know of, honey, is all the way up near where I am and that is about a good hour and some minutes from where they are. Okay? Um yeah, that part. You well, lost your wallet in the hotel in the casino well let me think about this here let's think about this you fly in from canada do you fly directly to the casino i'm because the airport i mean bwi is i'm just a little confused here because if you fly in from the airport directly to the casino and not to your hotel there's a problem can we back up a little bit Uh uh-huh who was she really there, supposed or allegedly to see? To see and why that, did she yeah, reach out part. to them? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. I'm. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm looking at all of the things because so you know, you know, you as a woman, you got to think like a man. Okay. <laughs> so you fly in. See, normally when people fly in, they get their bags and go to the hotel. Am I correct? Unless they're out on business doing something else. But again, you still got got to get in there. So you go to the 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 hotel. All right. I mean, go to the casino. Let's just say you flew in, got to the casino, did whatever you needed to do. Right. You have to come from the casino to get back to the hotel. Okay. Now I might, you might have an Uber or whatever, and you can have your little app and all your things is in your app. That's fine and all good, but you get back to the hotel, but you still got stuff in your, in your phone. Right. Am I, that's that's the normal technology, so you shouldn't have to call nobody. And 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 don't you got people's back in where you came from that can give you all of this stuff? I'm just that's just me. So well, who was she planning to really see if she hey. this? because <laughs> how is it that he came for from wherever he came, and according to Robin, just put his credit card down. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's room. not. Potomac and Georgetown is not far from each other. It's maybe a, depending on where they are, 10, 15 minutes. So, all right, you at a hotel in, in Georgetown. Okay, I put it down. All right. Okay, so again, it's, it, it's not, stories are not matching up for me, but that's why I said Robin don't want everybody in her business. Robin knows what she knows and she doesn't want to tell everybody what she knows. Okay. And, and that's her right, you know, because again, she doesn't want the backlash that if I tell y'all that I know all of this, it's going to be, Oh, she's so stupid. Is she this and this and that? Listen, if she wants to be with this man, that's her decision. Okay. You know, it's not, 
she don't want all of the world, all social media to say what they, because they're going to say what they're going to say, because they're going to think what they're going to think, and that's what it is. But again, you know, even Andy was like, hmm, somebody sound, hey, you saw the girl face, that girl face that's next to her. She was like, hmm, let me sip on this a little bit. But it, again, I just believe that Robin just wants to keep a lot of things under wraps. And again, that's her business. That's what she wants to do. Her, If she wants to be with this man, you know, like, again, they, they just bought this new home. They have this, they have that. And this is the other thing that I was like, she don't want everybody in her business. Because remember, she said, he asked, was there an infidelity clause? And she was like, mm, no. And the reason is because I don't want to jack anything up for me. Remember, she said that. <laughs> no, you're absolutely so, right. So I'm just saying, it. she don't want yeah. any, everybody in her business. So she may have a, a thing. You do you, I do me. I think I don't know. Agreed. I think that no, and she said that basically she doesn't want anybody in her business. You know, she didn't even have her her sidekick at her wedding who mm-hmm. was also feeling some kind of way. But I don't know. Maybe that'll come up. But I think. But I think. I think she did that. She did that for a reason because she don't want everybody in her business. You know, Miss Nessie. You know Miss Messy. But I yeah, I know Miss Messy, but I think she she to me I think she's got some inside edition where she will protect um Robin. She's clear about no, you ain't gonna know this, but then the flip side is, yeah, but I know how your mouth can be. Yeah, so just yeah, in case you, it might slip you, out. Right, you gonna stay at bay too. Yeah. But I, I the initially I really thought that part of Robin's reason for marrying this man again was doing part for her boys. Now they put up the facade the first round by living together under one roof, you know. So these little boys was young and impressionable, you know. Not well, not not to that point of knowing really what was going on, but by them being so young, they just kind of saw, yeah, mommy and daddy live together, but they don't know that they divorce. But now child, they old enough and they know, and they probably knew even then too, because don't, don't put it past kids. Kids ain't dumb. They just, they just little. That's all. Well, (laughs) again, they put on a facade for the kids. So now I think that she's just being tolerant and why I don't know. This is just my opinion. She's tolerant of this man cheating on her. When Andy asked her certain questions, now see, you read body language. And pause. Eyes went up to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. No, that was I'm looking at the that I'm looking at the body language. Eyes went up to the ceiling. When when a person is being asked a question and your eyes go up to the ceiling, that's indicative of now how am I going to formulate this response that will not incriminate anybody and make me look like I really don't know what's going on. Right. And and that's what and remember what she said. He said, well, do you do you does it bother you that you have to cover for or defend defend him? And she's like, well, no, publicly, it's, publicly. I'm, I'm that was the whole I'm defending that was the whole thing our relationship it's me and him you know together you know she she kind of well deflected that's a little bit the word he was very specific publicly yeah. defend and so she's like well i don't think i have to defend him publicly but then to what you were saying as well well i really think that the defense is of both of us well it's not just both of you because you ain't the one really in the hot seat about are you cheating or not you're the one of 
are you going to just keep walking around here and letting this man look make you look like Boo Boo the Fool? Now, I think he loves her. I do. No, I but don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily that think that he's in love with her because I think the temptation of the kind of job he has, the liberty of being away for long periods of time, and as most of us know, whether you're a sports fan or not. That's what had a role there. You see these women, these Ooh. thirsty women yeah, showing up is like fire. they have the, I'm about to find me a baby daddy lifetime meal ticket. I got my turkey baster. Mm-hmm. Turkey baster or not. Yeah. I'm about to go hunting and they do, they show up at the game like they're going to some royal uh, event, red carpet event. It's like, hey, most people here, you know, the women, the the wives and all that, they there in jeans and, you know, in a, on a chill tip. But these thirsty hunting heifers, I'm sorry, thirsty hunting heifers, because that's what they are. You're stealing and trespassing and you looking to entrap one of these men. And unfortunately, these men themselves have issues you know they want to cry on your shoulder well she's not this that and a third you know we used to and we got problems and uh, so you Child, they don't even have to have problems well true but that's you know some of them that's the pitch they want because they going from city to city and that other thing that other thing and so it's just it's just really sad when we have a society and it's not about a particular ethnicity of people. I'm talking about people that don't really hold fast to the term commitment. Yeah. And if you can't hold fast, then be decent about it. None of this sneaking around. Just say, it's time for me to go because for whatever reason, this isn't working. Okay. You know, because you got people out here that want to be serial daters, serial cheaters, because if they cheat once again, it's just like an addiction. They just have to go at it again. But the question is, on, and it's not always men now, some of these ladies is out here cheating too, so men have had broken hearts too. Let's not just keep it a one-trick pony. And it's just, but it's just really sad. And it also is hurtful that when we look at people on TV that look like us, that don't conduct themselves in a very positive way, um, it, it, it kind of tunes into a lot of the stereotypics that people of other ethnicities have about us. And I think that's hurtful. Again, you want to see you want to see people who are empowering, inspiring, and doing better. And I know reality TV is yes about entertainment and drama and all of those things, but a lot of things that are displayed on reality TV come out of real life situations. Yeah, and cheating is one of them. But yes, indeed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it's going to be know, just, interesting. The ending was a. Now, did you think the ending was just kind of weird playing Candace's well, song? I, like I think, it, it was a. I think it was a little dead, but um, <laughs> I, mean, I did because I mean, really, because basically, her song is about them women. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I, I didn't think of it like that, but um, you do have a point. Yeah, it was like a dig. I, it's everything about it was weird because really, this is one of the shows that, you know, a lot of times you'll have these, these, uh, these reunions and you'll have some sort of meeting of the minds and they'll, they'll come together and, 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 you know, hug it out. But there was none of that this, this season, you know, because right. there was so much, so much division within this group. Like it's, I've never seen that before. And I think Andy had spoke on that, but, and there was no, what, what were you going to do? That's the only way you just dance it out. Dance it. Dance no, it. y'all need some therapy. All they do. Sit and on pray. the couch and hash this out. Maybe you can come to the resolve that you're not going to really be friends, but you need to find better ways of how you address your issues and how you address each other in this process because name calling and expletives mixed in does not bring about anything positive in a resolution. It just well, doesn't. And, you know, and I, I just, you know, on another reality, I have to commend um, oh my gosh, what is the girl's name? I totally forgot her name. Basketball wife. Uh, Malaysia. I have to commend her on bowing out gracefully because it was it was just getting too intense it was getting it was like you're not nobody really associates with you you don't want people all in your business like that so i'm just going to not be around you you know and and i applaud her for that but yeah and i think too malaysia has a whole different directives like she doesn't have time to get together and be arguing and finger point with these women she's had enough emotionally she's drained she's trying to deal with the she's really trying to deal with life situations of keeping things together with her family support of her children rather than fighting back and forth with these women over things that really don't have anything to do with them and they right. have their I mean, own individual dramas it's been what 10 years mm, yeah i think yeah, so they, she's been on there 10 years and that's what she said look I, i'm not trying to be all crazy for a chick I'm not doing that. So, but I, I mean, I, I applaud her for that. But I believe that this group of women and Potomac, um, they need to get it together. Well, now <laughs> that Atlanta has seemed to die down, it seems like this is kind of the next hottest thing. But there's a whole lot of positive things that could really be coming and be generated from all of these women in these different groups. Yeah, I know. But I mean, they they really need a, a true meeting of the minds with someone who can assist a therapist because and I think that they need to not only do it as as a collective, but also individually because they need to hash out their own issues. I mean, not and I'm not saying that, oh, if they do that, then, you know, it won't be real good reality. Oh, yes, it will. They could still put that in, but at least they can come to some resolve. But yeah, I just I just think that they need to um, hash it out because, again, like you said, all these name calling, all this name calling and things like that. It's just not productive. You it know? isn't. It's, it's it really just not. It, it, it isn't. isn't. But but listen, if y'all want to check it out, y'all can check out the whole season, honey, because it's out here. It is out. <laughs> and that, and that, uh, and there's no point in you getting all worked up because these folks is half cuckoo LaRue at certain times. Look, it's almost like you think you got problems. Watch them. 
<laughs> but no, we uh, we don't want to leave you without a word of prayer. So Mel, take it away. Okay. Father in heaven, we do thank you, God. We are just so grateful, Lord, that we are in the land of the living, that this is the day that you have made and we can rejoice in it. We ask God that you not only bless Amber and her household and my family, God, we ask God that you go into the homes and hearts of our listeners, Father. If they don't know you, God, in the pardon of their sin, God, that they can pray and ask you to come into their lives, God. And it's just that that simple, God, that they can pray that prayer, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose to justify me and redeem me from a life of sin. I ask it in Jesus' name. And Father, if they say that simple prayer, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, if thou will confess the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in thy heart that he died, and rose again, thou shalt be saved. So we ask God that you, that your listeners, you touch their hearts, that they may pray that prayer, that legions of angels will rejoice in heaven. And we, Father God, among the body of believers will also rejoice. We pray, Lord God, that they find a place, Lord God, where their souls can be fed, that they can be uh, enlightened and that they can go to higher heights in you to learn of your life and to have a true relationship with you, Father. We just thank you, God, for continuing to bless God, bless those that are in need, those that are sick and afflicted, those that are going through, Father God, difficulties and need answers. You said, call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which you know not. Father, we pray, Lord God, that they call upon you. We thank you, God, that you know that you hold the hope of our future in your hands and that you know that you have a plan for us individually. And we are so grateful for it, oh God. We ask God that you remember those, Father God, who are hungry in the house, God. Open up, Father God, ways, Father God, to meet their needs as you are a supplier, you are a restorer, Father God. You are a rejuvenator and a heart regulator, God. We just count it all joy, God, for all that you continue to do, Father God, and will do in our lives. And we ask it in Jesus' name. And we say amen. 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 So, if you see something strange, here's something out. What? Always remember to say, what you say? Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.